Hello listeners, you are listening to the second edition of Off The Map ahead of Rose Hill Gardens on the weekend. I'm here again with Lee Dalton from Racing New South Wales. Now Lee, uh, there's a few interesting races there on Saturday as far as the map goes. We'll spend the next 5-10 minutes or so just having a look at a few of those key things that we can point out that might provide a bit of an insight to the punters out there. Now starting with race 5, now this is a race that a lot of the punters will have down in terms of being a race in two with trekking and tactical advantage. How have you mapped them relative to one another? Good morning, Brad, and listeners. I've got them both enjoying a very nice run. Um, If we look at my map or you have it in front of you out there, you'll see that tactical advantage sort of lands fourth, fifth with trekking right there. I wouldn't have thought that either of them are going to get too far away. Although it is a fast tempo, you've got the one, two, three, four horses that push right on with Mems, Just a Bullet, Didums and Iso Rich but then they can very easily, that fancied pair, be in the next pair in the race, so really stalking that good speed. So expect both of them to get perfect runs in this. As far as the leader go, now the blinkers come off, Mem, so you've got it leading here, but there is the option. I heard Rachel King uh, on Sky Sports Radio on Friday morning suggest that they might look to take a sit with her. If that does happen, how does it change the complexion of the race? I did toy with that idea for a little bit of Mems not leading but I thought barrier one and having the fitness edge on a few of uh, the rivals the play was to definitely lead if she hands up well then you have just a bullet and ISO rich from wide pushing forward and Didums is probably the other one that gets right there but it's not going to have a huge effect on the overall tempo of the race whether she leads or sits third fourth because she's not going to jag it and sit second half of the field regardless. All right, we'll move across now to the most anticipated or highly anticipated races on the card, and that is the Rosebud. Now, we haven't seen a lot of these horses as new three-year-olds, so I imagine that makes it pretty tricky to map this kind of race. You do have a few question marks. The beauty is we have seen Golden Tycoon, this prep, who trialled up nicely, went to Canterbury, came out and showed really good natural speed, comes here, draws two. Back in distance slightly, but safe to say that bang, he's the horse that's going to lob in front. You then have horses drawn 7, 8 and 9 in Oxford Tycoon, Charge and Sambar, who are all go-forward horses. Charge has come back this preparation a much faster horse. I wanted to have Charge outside Golden Tycoon, but I just thought with Blake's shin on Oxford Tycoon, he's a very get-them-out-of-the-gates kind of rider nowadays. I thought he takes up the OSL position, then Charge and Sambar. Sambar, in a bit of strife, I would say, might not be able to get into that on-pace position that he'd like to, may have to come back a pair or even further to get in. With Legend of Condor, who a lot of people might have looked at the race and said, drawn barrier one, well, bang, he's going to be right there. I thought, reading into his trials, he will take a sit here behind the speed. There's been no urgency shown. I know they're only trials, but I just feel they might try and teach him to race away from the speed this preparation he was a change of tactics one day there last prep um, and it didn't quite work out but this is a perfect race to sit off them with him okay and Plaguestone is the early favorite in the race uh, you've got it being ridden cold again I have I thought went enormous first up when ridden quiet uh, the race worked out perfect Huey crept into it there and was well within striking distance on the turn this is a bit of a different race shape, this is. Although it's 1,100 and the other day it was 1,000, I think it will end up well back. I have Exoteric mapped in front of it, who has the blinkers first time and got taken way back off the wide draw first up, but you could easily swap those two around, so that could mean that Plaguestone does have a couple behind him, but definitely not, in my eyes, going to be right behind the speed by any means. 
As far as the tempo on the race goes, you've got it down as average. For that to change, would it be up to Sambar to, to I think push on it and is, that turn yeah, into if, fast? If Sambar really wants to attack those two leaders and try and cross, then you, you're going to have a, an increase in the tempo. But I think if they just jump out and find their positions, they're not going to go super hard with a few of them first up. All right, moving across to race eight now. Now, looking at this map, um, I think a lot of punters will see Prize the Icon drawn out wide and maybe turned off a little bit by that, but he's got speed either side of him and you've got him just lobbing here in a lovely position. Yes, when you initially look at the race, you say, oh, barrier 11, 61 before the claim, it probably worries some people, but his most recent trial, it was a small field and over the 1,000 metres, but he landed sort of a length in front of them and showed really good speed. If we go back to first up last prep he raced on the speed so I'm confident enough to say that Shower Star and Flow are the leading two and Prized Icon comes across and be quite positive trailing that pair. Um, I am Coldplay uh, interesting runner. Very interesting uh, obviously he's had 22 starts he's got a profile I went back to January of this year when he put in what I thought were two of his better runs at Ellerslie over a mile and 1400 in the horse race ride on speed We've seen him trial here in Australia for Chris, and he's gone back in both of those trials, but I couldn't map him much further back than midfield based on what I saw in New Zealand. Okay, and just a quick one on I'm I'm Serious. Um, it's a horse they're hard in the market resuming. Yeah, very a horse with a lot of upside, and we saw have a couple of runs there in the sort of winter time. It seemed then the pattern was let's sit back on him and let him really run on, and he, he showed his best, I thought, when ridden a little bit cold. So midfield a pair back is his spot I, I i know we saw him posse up a few days uh, i think there was a midweek meeting there he went forward but in this race i'm saying sits midfield a pair worse and runs on but you do have the the speed there has been quite quick you imagine show a star roll along with those horses drawn wide that injects the speed into the race when the leaders are drawn out they'll be aggressive early which creates that tempo where they really run along early in the race okay and the last one we'll touch on is race nine now the thing that piqued my interest here is you've got this down as being a slow early speed correct it's quite the opposite of the race we just spoke about you haven't got any pressure being applied to the leader who appears to be mr tickets we've got Gatan sitting osl there but Gatan's not this real bang go forward horse that we once knew him as Next in line you have Star and Monsoon and Absolute, but I wouldn't have thought either of those really want to contest the lead. Then Prometheus from the good draw sitting in off-pace position, definitely not a speed horse either. So I guess that leads to a slow tempo and the question marks around the favourite getting back in the race. But uh, the horse that could change the dynamic here is he's a given. He's gone back at his last couple, now comes back in distance, but he is a horse that we have seen go forward in the past so if they decide to ride him aggressive that's going to inject a little bit more tempo into it but we'll clarify that on the day that favorite you speak about there is Perrette uh, one of the more fancied runners on the day but you do have a few little obstacles there he's going to want to be good to be winning from back there given the way the map looks he is but he's also a horse that's got a terrific turn of foot and a lot of the times these slower ran races the favorite that's going to get back often gets out in the market but you see they, they track up behind the leaders because there's such a slow tempo and they only have to sprint better than those leaders and he's a much more progressive horse than most of these. Probably Ghostly is the other horse in it that has a, quite a bit of upside uh, and they're horses that, yeah, they won't be in the leading pair off on that slow tempo but they can sprint off that slow tempo a little bit better than the others. 
Okay, beauty. I think we got a bit out of that. Hopefully Thank the you. punters did, the listeners too. Um, before we go, we'll just throw in a little disclaimer, as we will each and every week, that speed maps are subjective. So correct. Yes. Certainly, there's a few few different ways you can look at it. Absolutely, yeah. There, there is a, a service that Racing New South Wales provides, and um, we're, we're we're very lucky here. The New South Wales trainers are good, notifying us of change of tactics and all that. So we'll see how it goes. Thank you.